0: I see um, there's many people missing, but they must have been just too sweet, and they melted in the rain. But we know who isn't too sweet, and that's why y'all are here. That was supposed to be funny. Come on. Is that delivery bad? All right. Probably ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. Okay. Welcome to 7th Street Christian Church. Um, hi, choir. Uh, a few announcements. Crop walk is next Sunday um, at, why did I forget, 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock, there you go. You can still sign up, you can still donate, just make your checks payable to 7th Street in the memo put crop walk, we'll make sure it gets there. Um, As you know, we're celebrating the life of stone puppy um, this afternoon and we've moved it to here, right? because of all the rain. So we're actually just going to kind of hang out in the narthex, so if you want to come back around 4 o'clock, we're going to have treats and cupcakes, human cupcakes and dog treats and um, just celebrate um, the life of Stone if you want to stop by. Um, Yeah, not as fun as the dog park, but yeah. We're not going to reschedule it again, (laughs) mainly because I don't know that we have time to reschedule it. so. Um, There also is, just to bring to your attention, there's no midweek Bible study this week. Uh, Barbara's out of town, so just mental note there, no Bible study. And next Sunday, 5th Sunday, what time do you come to church next Sunday? 10. So impressed. Good job. Yes. um, In your bulletin, you'll see a number of items that we can still need. um, Your help, things for LVS care bags. As well as uh, uh, containers like yogurt and cottage cheese containers that we still need. Do you want an announcement about that? Um,
1: actually, put a list together of what the shelter needs. Oh, cool. So if you love people and animals, there's two ways to get, um, need, especially need
0: Kitty litter. Kitty litter. Is that list written out? Like, is it? Um, where is that list? It's on the sign up side. Okay. Oh, I just, okay. I put it on my Facebook. Okay. Okay. I'll take that list and I'll make it into an announcement, a digital announcement. All right. Great. Um, so, we need items uh, for next week. If you have those, great. And if you haven't signed up for uh, an outreach project, we encourage you to do so in the Narthex. Um, you can just sign up and. It'll be fun, and we'll be in touch about that. So that's enough. Any other announcements, though? I'm missing. Faith, family, and friends this coming um, Friday. I don't know why I can't. You know why I can't remember that? Because literally we're moving. (laughs) And I'm about to have a panic attack. (laughs) Um, So that's why. Yes, faith, family, and friends this coming Friday, 6 o'clock. We're going to look at composting, which is actually my favorite thing in the whole world. Next to dogs. Okay. And ice cream. Uh, That's all I have. Let us prepare our hearts to worship God.
2: Those who are able, please stand for the call to worship. Happy are those whose delight is in the law of the Lord. Today, we're like trees planted by streams of water. And all true believers do they prosper. Please join in hymn number four, verses one, three, and four. For our failure to appreciate and enjoy the good things you provide for our lives in your mercy, for our insensitivity to the needs of others, and for our oversensitivity when we are hurt by them, in your mercy, for becoming consumed in the business of life, and for losing faith in your sovereignty and power, in your mercy, for moods of disobedience and for outright rejection of your will in your mercy, for consenting to wrong practices by our cool silence in your mercy, Lord, forgive us. We sing your praise, God, because you watch over the way of the righteous. Today we gather to give you thanks for your steadfast love which holds us in your congregation which surrounds us. As we worship you, may we be nourished and strengthened like trees planted by the water. Amen. At peace with God, let us now offer the peace of Christ to one another. Please be seated. The first reading is from Psalm 1. Happy are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or take the path that sinners tread, or sit in the seat of scoffers. But their light is in the law of the Lord, and on his law they meditate day and night. They are like trees planted by streams of water, which yield their fruit in its season. Their leaves do not wither. In all they do, they prosper. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. The word of the Lord.
1: Is this one work it's working. Here you
0: go. Will you help me? Yeah. Wait, no, I need you to put it in. I mean it could be a worse wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> Thanks. I mean church was gonna get out on time. You can just stand there and
1: hold it. <laughs> no, that's okay. I'm trying to be helpful. It's just not
0: working. Do you want a hug?
1: No.
0: I just feel like we should hug. No. no oh, okay. No. Okay.
1: Really? I, can't, I really can't clip it off. Okay. No,
0: no. What's going on? All right. Hi. Thank you.
2: Okay. Where was I? All right.
0: A few years ago, my friend and colleague, Diane, received a sabbatical grant. The grant was to be used to support another minister, another congregation, while she was on a three-month sabbatical. The grant, as most Lilly grants are, if you know anything about the Lilly Foundation, was generous. Encouraged on the grant application was to include the family on whatever adventures you were considering. Part of the rest, the Lilly Foundation thinks, is being with family and reconnecting with them. Diane, not being married, generously wrote that her friend, Moa, was family and thought I would get significant meaning and rest out of a trip to Sri Lanka. And they agreed. So the grant's generosity allowed Diane to be generous, sharing her sabbatical with me as we trekked across Sri Lanka for three weeks. The definition of generosity is the readiness to give more of something than expected. I want you to take a moment to think about your earliest memory of generosity. How old were you? What was given? Was it something tangible? Was it an experience? Our text in Genesis is an example of God's generosity. We live in a world where we have everything we need to flourish, both physically and aesthetically we are also called to be stewards of this generosity. Stewardship is the planning and management of resources. And oftentimes when we hear this word, we associate stewardship with the management of money and financial resources, like the church, like tithes and offerings. But stewardship is not a synonym for money. The truth is that we manage the resources of a lot of things. Like the environment, and caring for creation, economics. We've heard a lot recently about stewarding trade deals and tariffs. At a young age, we tell our kids to be good stewards of their time, balancing video games with homework procrastination as we get older we realize ever more it's ever more precious of being a good steward of our time right as we as it gets faster and faster and it appears that we get less of it we have to be good stewards of buildings perhaps our home or this building this is not just where we worship, but how we live out what God is calling us to do. And we can also be good stewards to our witness to justice and community as people of faith. At a basic level, we might desire to be good stewards for practical reasons. If we don't care for something, it may get ruined or we may run out. Oftentimes, we move from a place of fear, so we hoard, leaving less for others. But as people of faith, we also have an intrinsic responsibility. God's instructions to the first humans was to have dominion over every living thing on the face of the earth. And sometimes we wrongly interpret that to mean that we can do whatever we want to with the earth. But this does not mean we can do whatever we want. This is not permission for mindless exploitation. We are called to rule the earth the same way that God rules the cosmos. To have dominion means to be responsible for, as well as being in charge of, We have a responsibility to be good stewards of all that God has given us. While I don't eat a lot of it anymore, I love cereal. Cereal was what I ate every morning for breakfast. I loved it so much that I would have two or three bowls in the morning and usually eat it as a snack when I got home from school. Needless to say, a box of cereal did not last long, often running out by Tuesday afternoon. And my mom always went grocery shopping on Sunday. One day my mom told me, you get one box a week. What? That's impossible! Sometimes stewardship is forced upon us, be it cereal, or maybe the Great Depression, or those who are impacted by hurricanes or countries where communities are being exploited by war and famine, perhaps cut off from the rest of the community. They must ration the little water and food and resources that they have. And when this is forced upon us, it puts us in a place of being reactionary. And there is little freedom in being reactionary. Consider the recent devastation of the Carolinas. Scientists know that the temperature of the ocean is increasing, resulting in significantly more hurricanes. Climate change is happening. We don't have to agree on how it's happening or why it's happening, but it's happening. And hurricanes are getting bigger and stronger and more destructive. And yet, we aren't actively planning. We aren't changing our ways. We are just reacting to it, allowing it to get worse, leaving it for the next generation to clean up, or embracing some broken theology and telling ourselves that it's the end times and Jesus is coming back, therefore relinquishing our responsibility. I don't think we serve ourselves or others when we move from a place of being reactionary. Don't get me wrong, this will (laughs) happen. Life happens. But it's also important to remember that Jesus came so that we could have life abundantly. And there is little abundance if we are constantly moving from a place of fear and reaction. A few months ago, during Pentecost, the birth of the church, we shared our what-ifs for 7th Street Christian Church. We had an opportunity to imagine what we wanted for 7th Street, where God might be calling us to serve in the community. And you had some amazing ideas finding ways toward more spiritual growth, for example, and educational trips and mission trips and community nights and spaghetti dinners and moving toward being an open and affirming congregation. This church exercised their imagination, signaling this congregation is pregnant with possibilities. Possibilities. And it is an exciting time. And part of imagining comes planning. This Sunday marks the beginning of our stewardship campaign, a time that we take steps to be fiscally responsible for next year's budget and the years ahead. You were generous with your imagination with the possibilities of 7th Street Christian Church. And now it's time to plan. So over the next few weeks, I invite you to deeply consider what generosity looks like in your life. What does it look like to be a good steward in life, both personally and professionally? And in the life of the church. How do we take the ideas and make them tangible? And how do you want to be a part of it? How do you want to help make Seventh Street Christian Church a place where all can feel God's generosity? Amen. I invite us to stand and sing our hymn of commitment. We will sing verses 1, 3, and 4 of hymn number 467.
1: The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Ever generous, ever present, ever blessing God, to people of faith in this space, in the church worldwide, Jesus is a friend, let us show our love likewise. To those who've been affected by weather disasters, Jesus is a friend, let us show our love likewise. To those who are anxious and worried about their loved ones well-being, Jesus is a friend. Let us show our love likewise. To those who have lost one they love and miss their presence daily, Jesus is a friend. Let us show our love likewise. To those amidst illness of their body and those struggling with illness of their mind, Jesus is a friend. Let us show our love likewise. To those who care for our earth and guard the blessings within it, Jesus is a friend. Let us show our love likewise. To those who have inconsistent shelter, food, medical care, and human interaction, Jesus is a friend. Let us show our love likewise. To those in the LGBTQ community who feel abandoned by their families and too often the church, Jesus is a friend. Let us show our love likewise. To those who seek justice, compassion, and equality, Jesus is a friend. Let us show our love likewise. To those whose perspectives are unlike our own and beliefs confuse us, Jesus is a friend. Let us show our love likewise. To those experiencing guilt and remorse for opportunities to show kindness and have not, Jesus is a friend. Let us show our love likewise. to those who commit to be faithful stewards of all good things. Jesus is a friend. Let us show our love likewise. Amen.
0: I'm sure you have heard the phrase, something's got to give. First, when we say that, something's got to give because of the pressures of life. I give to this church things that you probably don't want. My fears, my failures, my transgressions, because life's pressures are sometimes too much to bear alone. And because 7th Street Christian Church creates a safe space to give up these fears and failures. It literally saves lives. But second, I see the good which God's people do when they work together. Together we bring the word and love of God and the teaching of Jesus Christ to each other and to our children and to our community. We bring food to veterans who are experiencing homelessness, And a space for the community to learn to read and to play music. Communion and companionship to all those in our community and to our homebound. And we come together in a worshiping community of believers so that we can continue to do these things and to do them more abundantly. And in this way, something's got to give not because of the pressure of life but because of the pull of the holy spirit showed the needs in the needs of others i invite you to consider how you can be invested in 7th street christian church through your tithes and offerings Of all good things, we thank you for opening your mouth and speaking this, this world and us into creation. We thank you for opening your hands and filling us with good things. May we be open to learning about how we can share our overflowing abundance with others. May these offerings be blessed and may they be used courageously but wisely to bring about your beloved community here on earth. Amen. You may be seated.
1: In the beginning, our generous God created all things and
0: saw that they were good. At our beginning, our generous God created us each unique and irreplaceable, loved and wanted, worthy of dignity and respect. And it's at this table that we are reminded of God's eternal invitation that knows no bounds. Where God's creation in each one of us is invited to taste abundant grace. We are reminded of God's all-encompassing love that no matter who you are or where you've been on life's journey, you are welcome to partake as a child of God. Please join me in singing our communion hymn,
2: Bread of the World.
0: We come to this table remembering that story that on the night that he was betrayed, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, this bread is like my body, broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup and blessed it and gave it to them and said, the wine in this cup is like the blood in my veins poured out to give you new life. Do this in remembrance of me.
2: Let us pray. most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you that we are here together around your open table today after the challenging weather we had last week. May we delight in your law and meditate on it day and night. As we eat this bread that represents Jesus' body broken for us, we know that by your grace our souls are fed. Forgive us and help us to live more Christ-like lives. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen.
1: Dear Almighty Lord, we sing praises for your abundant creativity. You saw to it that when you created the earth and the universe, you also created all living creatures and everything needed to sustain them all. Bless this cup of wine, the soul of mercy, that our sins may be forgiven. Let us go forward this week employing the fruits you have given us and multiply them 1,000 times by using their seeds to fill our souls and care for all your creation. Let us all meditate and prosper as you wish and use our gifts wisely, not wickedly. In your glorious love we pray. Amen.
0: cup of love let us pray bountiful God we give you thanks that you have refreshed us at your table by granting us the presence of Christ strengthen our family increase our love for one another and send us forth into the world in courage and peace Rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit, we pray this in the name of Jesus who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom Stand as we are able and join our voices in our closing hymn for the fruits of all creation, found on page 714.